morning and welcome to Business Radio X and our new Know Your Nonprofits talk show. This show is presented by Minuteman Press of Duluth. We design, print, and promote you. I am your host, Lynn Robinette, and our show will be spotlighting charities and nonprofit organizations in the Gwinnett area and promoting the great work they do. We have many awesome nonprofit organizations in our area, and you will meet a few today. We hope that you will be touched by their mission and their impact to our community so that you will want to get involved. So today we have with us David White of Detour Program and Pete Patel of the Swanee Business Alliance. Welcome, guys, and thank you for coming out to talk on our show today. So we're going to start out with you, David. Tell us, what is the Detour Program? Well, in uh, the Detour Program is what we call a Transition in a Life Program. That it is a diversion program for the youth, uh, middle school and high school students who are uh, have active probation cases. And it's also a prevention program for middle high school students who are dealing with different what we call risky behaviors. So it could be drug abuse, drug use, alcohol use and things like that. OK, when you say risky behaviors, they've already started or just. Yeah, well, we'd like to be a prevention. Mm-hmm. So we we basically scope it and we put it together so that they can see what the things are that can be what we call barriers to their success, which could be, like we said, uh, premarital sex, drug abuse, bullying, all those different things. And we package it in a way that it, it's relatable to them. How long has uh, Detour been established? We've been around, I actually started in 2009 and it became an official nonprofit in 2010. What inspired you to create Detour, David? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that, Lynn. One of the things, I used to work for a community service board in Cobb County, and it was mental health. Uh, but I noticed when I talked with the middle-aged and high school students, there was a blank. There's nothing in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And the more I talk with them and engage with them, I realized they had no hope. It was just, this is where I live, this is what my family does, and this is what I do. And so with my interactions in the court, the juvenile court system, and working with the probation officers, I began to ask questions and basically became started a uh, diversion program. The key, though, is that it's not just about providing information to these young people. Because they get that all the time. Oh, sure. Yeah. The key is getting them to internalize those things. And what we do is I use those, these tools, these things to get them to recognize who they are. Because when a person has no hope, when a person feels that there's nothing else for them to do but just to exist, they begin to make poor choices. They begin to make a lot of decisions that are detrimental and they just are just out there. And so our goal is to get them to recognize who they are, that they have worth, they have, they, they have a purpose for being here on this earth. And once we get them to recognize that, the information that they receive is easier for them to assimilate and to internalize. Well, you sp- spoke about you were seeing the blank mm-hmm. blankness. Was mm-hmm. there anything in addition to that that got you thinking, you know, we need yeah. to go yes, uh, do something about this. Definitely, Lynn. The conversation, their mindsets. And, you know, we see on the news all the time these different things that our, our young people are doing, mm-hmm. and they don't put the connection together. 
that the decisions have an, a consequence. Mm-hmm. And because I'm in court with them all the time and work with their families, I realize they have to get that connection in order for them to make some changes. And so that was one of the driving factors in what we're doing for Detour Program. David, with a lot of people, they don't understand what I am seeing a lot of times is how to gather options. You've got more than one choice and you don't need to feel like you're backed in the corner of making the bad decision. But before you make a decision, gather all of the information to see the different options before going down the the wrong path, so to speak. Right. But, you know, the thing about it is they have no working model. They have no working model on th- in which to make those decisions, to put those things together. Absolutely. That's why I just, I love what you're doing because you're, you're mentoring them Thank where you. they've got that gap in their life. That is just so awesome. And a lot of people do, a lot of children do need their own models. And, yes, and you see families, mom and dads both working just to survive mm-hmm. And then they get home in the evenings and they're just like, do whatever. You (laughs) know, I got to relax. So absolutely. You see that more and more as time goes on. I I get excited about hearing people trying to be proactive (laughs) with behaviors that could be really bad for Mm -hmm. someone down the road. Okay, so the detour program, it's an outcome. It's outcome based. So what does that mean? Explain that to everybody for us. Being outcome-based, what I share with a lot of people is it's not enough just to provide a program for kids to come. That's fine and well for a lot of people. But our goal is to affect change in the individual. Mm -hmm. And so we have a lot of evaluation tools that allow us to track what we're doing, how we're doing things, and to see if they're able to internalize and grasp those concepts They're very basic concepts, but they're foreign to them. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we gauge pretty much everything that we do, even with our prevention program. At the end of it, we actually teach them how to create a public service announcement. And so even through that, it it deals with their behaviors, their mindsets, because they have to work together. They have to learn how to use conflict resolution. They have to learn how to use coping skills. But it also allows them to have a a creative outlet on the Mm -hmm. things that they've learned and that allows us to gauge whether or not they've grasped those concepts as well. I, I've been working with some people here lately just saying, don't yeah. assume that people know. Exactly. It's exciting. I think that's our bit, one of our largest downfalls is we assume that people know what we know and they know how to do things. Exactly. So, I mean, Pete, you're shaking your head over there. Exactly. I, I think you see the same thing a lot, right? I think it just comes down to American consumerism. Like you <laughs> said before, there's so many options out there. People just don't choose the right, right options. And all of us have experienced the right options, what we feel is right. Mm-hmm. But how do you promulgate that same exact mindset? It's very tough. And I think you're doing a very good job being Thank patient. You. I'll tell you that. Oh, exactly. It, yeah. It's exciting. You know, the thing is, it it, it transcends social economic boundaries. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, I worked in Douglasville, worked in Cobb County and even in uh, Gwinnett. And it, it's it's amazing. Well, you're you're trying to break that bad trend within a family yes so some people are taught the bad behaviors and some is by the circumstances exactly so you're you're trying to create 
a new path for that family to go down, which is awesome. You know, that's interesting that you would say that because one of the biggest things that we do is at the end, our, our last um, module, so we talk about walking off the map, and I'll be really quick. It's a story about Alexander the Great, who was conquering another nation, and they decided to go through the mountains. In the process, they got lost. Mm-hmm. Alexander got upset and said, how could we be lost? We're the greatest army in the world. And the guy showed him the map, and he said, we passed this point five miles ago. We don't know where we're at. They walked, literally walked off their map. Mm-hmm. And we share with the kids that there's people in our family. They may um, pressure you to do good through money and gifts and things like that. You have people who have um, never graduated from high school. They're always in jail. There's abuse. There's substance abuse. We teach them that and show them that you can tell your family, I love you, but I can't be like you. Right. And make mm-hmm. decisions that allow you to walk off their known map. Mm-hmm. So they're first ones to graduate from high school. They're the first ones who are never arrested. They don't have children while they're teenagers. They're the ones who walk, literally walk off the no map in their family, and they become the the trailblazers now in their family. So there's no more poverty. There's no more substance abuse, physical abuse, all those things. Mm-hmm. They have a different path now. I got chill bumps. That's awesome. I get excited. Exactly. You know, that's what it's about. So. I'm just excited you're in Gwinnett County. So am so. I. <laughs> so More taxes. <laughs> do you work with other community agencies? How do you locate your recipients, clients? I'm not real sure what the right, proper a, a word referral, is. A referral Referrals, Sure, yes. Like I said before, I work primarily in Cobb County, and even though I lived here. So now we're uh, evaluating our program. We're restructuring a lot of things. The one agency that we have worked with for a number of years here in Gwinnett has been Guide, Inc. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're a substance abuse uh, prevention agency here in Gwinnett County. And we presented, Detour has presented at two of their uh, Gwinnett Teen Institutes, which is a leadership uh, program that they do out in Oxford, Georgia. Right now, as, as we're talking, I actually have our team, we're working on a new one, which is a trauma-informed program for youth who have experienced trauma and extreme trauma. So once we get all those things back in order and get our our program, I guess, for lack of a better word, ready for Gwinnett, because we, you know, evaluate it, we want to make changes. We're going to start going out and meeting with different agencies, uh, the Boys Club, because we need a shared space as well, Mm -hmm. because we want to be able to offer more than just the two that we have up Mm -hmm. and running. So uh, as we get these things together, we're going to start reaching out to other agencies and our referral basis is a community service board here in Gwinnett County. And basically it's just the schools and anywhere in a, in a community where we can meet and the referrals will come from schools, uh, boys and girls club, DFACs, all those different community agencies out there. Oh, you could get into your detentional center and your judicial exactly. system with your individuals exactly. that are actually on probation. Do you get your uh, referrals involved with, like giving back to the community, doing, uh, you know, sometimes yes. it's that self-worth and take the yes. focus off of them to where they're helping other people. Yes. And it, it gives them, you know, some pride that they're actually doing mm-hmm. something good. Exactly. One of the things that we're able to do here in Gwinnett that I couldn't do in Cobb is create our mentor program, which mm-hmm. is once they completed the program, we have an adult who actually will take that group 
and they'll actually be working with Guide Inc. is what we need to talk with them and get those things worked out. It's the youth action group team. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so now they're able to Guide Inc. That's all awesome things. So now these 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 uh, young people have a different mindset. They're able to give back. They're able to learn more skills and more things. And so that's one of the things we're really excited about here in Gwinnett County. Is your program primarily used in schools? Do you use that? Well, you do touch base with schools, but uh, you were talking about the other companies that you're working with. Right. So you will end up working with various schools and partnering up where they actually cross a lot of times, it sounds like. Our goal in Cobb County, I wasn't at middle school. Our goal is to be able to do that here in Gwinnett. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of factors that go into place when you're dealing with working in the schools. Sure. So we would love to get into the schools, but we're community-based. Mm-hmm. So it could be at a church. We're mm-hmm. not using it. It could be uh, the Boys and Girls Club. It could be any area that is open to us that we have access to that's in a community that the kids mm-hmm. can get to. So we are mobile, and we do want to work with the schools and inside mm-hmm. the schools. But as you're working through that process, we don't want to waste time. So we mm-hmm. are open to getting any shared space in the community as well. Okay. What are some of the challenges that you face with your uh, program? One of the main challenges for here, Gwinnett, is just finding that, that local base. Like I said, I've been very mobile, but we want to be locally based. So we're here. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. and allows us to offer more parts of our uh, program. Mm-hmm. We have a program that will, uh, it's employment readiness for the young people to uh, learn those different skills. We want to offer other things. And so our biggest challenge now is not getting the referrals. Our biggest challenge now is to find that, that base that is going to be stationary so people know that they can always send their kids there, they're, they're, they can come in there, and we're going to be here for a while. Right. What is the benefit to, of local businesses supporting your program? <laughs> That's a good, really, really good question. <laughs> that is. Uh, as a business owner, I was sharing with Pete, I have my own business. And uh, it's important. I don't want to sound sappy, but basically, not only are you investing in a young person's life, but our groups are held during those critical hours where most delinquent behaviors occur. So we're taking a certain element off of the streets, mm-hmm. which is going to make our, our community safer, but also... We're creating a, a paradigm shift sure. where the ones who were perpetrators are now becoming productive in our community. The um, ones who are potential delinquents can become potential employees because, like I said before, we're providing a job readiness program. Mm-hmm. Not just, you know, learn how to do this, but soft skills, those intangibles, those different things that are needed in the workforce. So now we're prov- providing a qualified, well-equipped, individual who has integrity who wants to be productive so now we have potential employees as well so awesome all these things help uh to benefit the community absolutely that's that's wonderful people want to find out more about you how can they help how can they get involved who do they contact where do they go give us your website they can go to www.thedetourprogram.org any information they want is all on there. They can email me at thedetourprogram at gmail.com. Wonderful. Again, website, www.thedetourprogram.org. 
thedetourprogram.org. Awesome. David, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And again, we want to thank uh, Minuteman Press of Duluth for sponsoring our talk show about Know Your Nonprofits. And they are, again, located in Duluth, Minuteman Press of Duluth. We also have Pete Patel here today with us. He is with the Swanee Business Alliance and a great organization. We want to hear uh, from you, Pete. What is the purpose of the Swanee Business Alliance? Well, first of all, thank you, Lynn, for uh, inviting me here. Um, I feel quite humbled uh, just being here simply the fact that we're a business networking group and I'm surrounded by two people that do a lot more than we do. And, uh, you know, it's all about the community. So purpose of the SBA, just to preface that, is the fact that we're here as a networking group, but more so to send a message to the community and just to let people know that businesses are supported by the community. And our business owners are entrepreneurs. They're not guaranteed paychecks every day. And the same uh, revolvement has to be there where we want to support the community as well. So getting together, of course, food, booze, good times, fun stuff. Um, and you'll meet all kinds of great people. We get the mayor of Suwannee always there every now and then, of course. And, um, you know, we have events once a month. And uh, it's been founded on the fact that we wanted to foster more community support from the business owners and vice versa. I should mention that the founders were back in 1999, uh, Richard Trice, Nick Pacino, both uh, ex-mayors of Suwannee. So it, it says a lot when it, the mayors come up and say, hey, uh, this is needed. And it, it's been growing ever since then. Suwannee Business Alliance is a nonprofit organization, even though it's networking, but you guys give back to the community and get involved with other nonprofit organizations as well in doing project work and making a difference in Swanee. So, uh, and that's really exciting. I, I have attended some of your uh, monthly events and it's really, really nice. Uh, the members are awesome. So speaking of the members, how many members do uh, you currently have within your organization? So we have a total database of 283 members that are active. Now they don't all come. Of course, if they did, uh, we would, uh, probably beat Gwinnett Chamber huh, a little bit. Um, <laughs> no offense to them. We love them too. Uh, but about, we get about 60, 70 people that come through. I mean, you're talking everything from insurance agents, other nonprofits, plumbers uh, that we're looking for, actually. One of ours left. Uh, he moved out of state. Uh, HVAC person we're looking for as well. I mean, you pretty much name it. We've covered the gamut of many business owners, uh, restaurants, hospitality, and our newest member over here, Mike, uh, Business Radio X, of course. Uh, thanks for all supporting our golf tournament. The, the sky is the limit. We're not looking for specific industries always. Um, you'll see that when you come there, you're not going to feel like Google AdWords or you're just splashing your name there. Hopefully somebody will give you a business card and you can do business with them. Um, it, it does take time to network and anybody will tell you that in business that you just have to create the relationship first. And, uh, you know, there's an old adage that goes uh, work for the referral, not the sale. And you'll find that SBA is all about that. Yeah, they are great. I just I thoroughly enjoy going up there so, uh, to your events. How is SBA involved with the community? 
Well, that's the exact purpose of us. And I'll say that over the past 15 years, I think we've donated close to $100,000 to various uh, organizations. So while our dues are very minimal, $60 a year for normal members, meaning business owners, $30 for nonprofit members, and then it's cut in half for each additional member. Um, our golf tournaments are our biggest fundraiser. So from there, uh, one of my skill sets is operational management. We try to reduce the operational cost as much as possible so we can donate more, um, not just for nonprofit charities, but also schools. So we're working with DECA pretty closely now, uh, Suwannee Youth Leaders. Uh, these are our future entrepreneurs. I think it just only behooves us as business owners to help promulgate the next generation to say, hey, this is what it means to be a business owner. You mentioned the golf tournament. I hear it was success. Tell us a little bit about that. First of all, I want to thank uh, the golf committee headed by John Froney and uh, his uh, liaisons there. Um, if you've heard of Cooper's crew, by the way, uh, we have the same exact committee that the Cooper's crew uh, worked did last year and doing it again this year. And we had a record year, six, 17 years now. We raised close to 23000 this time. Awesome. And that is phenomenal. And we kept a very low budget on our cost side. So we've got money to give out. So this is the perfect radio show to be on for that, right? Uh, I love it. Okay, David, we're making notes. <laughs> Pete's uh, our new best friend, right? <laughs> uh, you, you'll be surprised. I mean, everybody thinks golf tournaments are so, uh, you know, it, it's not very business friendly, but really it goes back to that same adage. You, you just never know. Um, you know, I've met people while I wasn't golfing. I met people while I was golfing. And uh, if you don't know how to golf, take it up. That's the only time you can drink and drive legally. I've got some good friends I will definitely want to get involved with your uh with the sba golf tournament next year so keep me in mind let me know when it is because i've got some people that will love to come out and golf with you guys so what other future events do you have coming up so we are planning our first casino night and it's going to be in conjunction with deca um, if you haven't heard of DECA, it's kind of like the uh, it's, it's a business networking group at the high schools. Um, every high school has one typically, and they do national competition that, uh, as well. So uh, North Gwinnett High School actually just sent about three or four of their students to a national competition in Washington. So we're going to partner with DECA to do this casino night. And what we're hoping is that the kids will learn what it's involved, what work is involved, and basically running a business because you're actually holding an event, running a business, make sure it's profitable, and at the same time supporting their cause because they're going to be able to take some of that money to pay for their cost to go to D.C. or national competitions. Um, in addition, we're also going to ask them to find other sponsors or charities that they want to work with. Uh, Detour and Wishes for Me, of course, they're always going to now going to be on our list for SBA. That's for sure. It's, it's all about that camaraderie also. And we want to really take another example from the business side and hopefully uh, take some of our successful entrepreneurs in our membership and create an internship program as well. So this summer, I, my plan, I myself plan to work with uh, Jackie Huffman over at North Gwinnett, and hopefully we'll come up with the curriculum. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of red tape in government, and you know this, David. I mean, it's, yes. uh, I, I'd probably stay away from government work if I can. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're hoping that works out because I know 20 years ago, I could be 12, 13 years old working on the weekends, and, you know, DOL didn't come by and knock on my dad's door and said, hey, your son can't work. Nowadays, it's crazy that you can't do anything without the government trying to poke and prod and say, hey, uh, this internship is not legal. Why? They're learning a life lesson. We're not trying to abuse them by taking trash out. <laughs> right. Exactly. But we're, we're really trying to send an innate, uh, innate value message here. You know, money is 
easy to come by. I mean, I don't mean to sound like I have a lot of it, but you know, I do have a lot of contacts from my businesses that I help to do this. Um, in fact, Callaway uh, donated the golf balls to our uh, sponsorship for the golf tournament. I'm um, working with a few other big companies. Uh, McDonald's is going to be doing some work with us, hopefully Top Golf. Um, I've spoke, spoken to uh, Studio Movie Grill, and uh, th- that's going to be like an orphanage program where we're trying to get kids who have been through a rough time um, go to the movies with their foster parents and try to foster family care, you know? I love it. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things on the table. I'm only one man, but yes. I try to wear many, many hats, and it's tough. And I know both of you know that. You do it very well, Pete, because I know I've been around you a lot here lately. So you are definitely uh, got many things going on, which is awesome, and your dedication and giving back to the community. So thank you, and thank you uh, for being involved with the Swanee Business Alliance. So what else can we do other than you always want to – have people join and get involved with SBA. Is there anything else that we can do to help put the word out about SBA? You're going to hear dime a dozen comments about networking groups. They're everywhere. They're going to happen. You know, you see these trade shows, these booths, events, all of those. And I'm not uh, insulting those in any way. We try not to do those too much because there's a personality that you have to sell more so than just the company name. So we appreciate anybody that wants to be part of a networking group. You know, Sewanee is considered small, but it's pretty big in terms of population, getting great rankings across the country. If you know business owners that want to be part of the group, Sewanee.org, very easy to remember. You just go there, look at all of our events. You'll see a list of the people that we've donated to. Um, I'll just name a few, uh, Coin House, obviously DECA, Operation 300. But we always try to support local. Because we are local, we want to support local in terms of, say, your group, Lynn, uh, which is for me, Foundation. Uh, w- now that I've known about it and heard about it, it's a great cause. Uh, it makes Thank perfect you. sense. You Thank know? you. Uh, we donated to Annandale Village, and uh, mm-hmm. that's been a perennial thing for us, of course. And it's that kind of relationship. And they, in turn, sponsor a golf tournament. So it, it's really interchanging and and the relationship is always awesome. And I don't know if you've heard of the Annandale Jazzy thing that they had this past Saturday. I know they've got several different things that they do. I I, I meet with Adam, the president, yeah. frequently. So uh, we stay in touch because we've got common interests aco- uh, across our organization. So. Right. Yeah, so which is for me very similar or different in a different aspect. Tell me a little bit more about that, if you don't mind, so that I can make oh, sure. Oh, sure. I- the Wishes for Me Foundation, I am the founder of it. It helps young disabled adults, uh, low income, stay active in the community. We have five homes in Lawrenceville. We just had our annual walk and roll for independence this past Saturday. We did uh, very well with that. Um, we're estimating we still got some monies coming in for that, but it looks like we've raised over a little over 30000 for that event. Wow. Uh, we're going to be... Um, selling raffle tickets and doing a shrimp boil the first Saturday of June and raffling off a TV. So uh, that'll be posted on our website by the end of the day. We're just wrapping up a couple things with that. So, yeah, we've got uh, our residents are their low income. Our homes are all on the same street. Uh, we're preparing to go on a cruise in October. I mean, No, I'm sorry, November. Uh, residents are really excited about that. So uh, we're going to help them raise some money because 
their income level doesn't support vacations, but we do want them to get out, and they're very active in the community. They also volunteer with different uh, organizations. They go to senior citizen-assisted live-at homes and participate, and they've worked with blood drives with the Red Cross and uh, would love to see if they could help you with your program some, David, as well. And maybe awesome. Maybe they can uh, give back and do some interchanging of uh, special gifts that they've been given. So, um, but thank you for asking. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's funny you say that because tech and as a business consultant, you might know this, David, is that when you employ a certain class of uh, folks, you actually get tax credits. So business owners really need to know that too. Uh, Absolutely. They forget that there is free money out there from the government. And you said before earlier in the radio show about options. Most people don't have time to shop and mm-hmm. look into it or research. And it's just about informing and almost bombarding them with the same information. And uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of like what your environment is. But if you don't mind, I'm going to actually ask you to um, uh, send me information on that. So we'll put on our FCBA website for you for the June 1st event I will. on a Saturday. But if you go to swine.org, all the events are there. And we welcome anybody in the nonprofit industry that wants to advertise their event on our website. You're more than welcome to, uh, member or non-member. And, of course, we'll filter them so that we're not getting 100 events and then you get <laughs> buried in the pile. But, um, yeah, we, we look forward to working with both of you for sure on a, on a personal level as well. All right. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. This is awesome. awesome. Again, Pete and David, thank you for coming out today. We thank have you. had an awesome show, a lot of good information. And I want to remind everybody, continue to stay tuned. Second Friday of every month, 1130. We're going to be here again. And thank you, Minuteman Press of Duluth. We thank you for your sponsorship. And they are focused on design, print, and promoting you. Thank you again.